Oh, it's unbelievable. I feel so bad. Last week I was not uh, in my natural habitat, so I wasn't able to send out um, some words that hopefully hopefully will be inspiring. Um, I ready in Parsha's B'chukosai. Last week I was actually in the States, and there we were landing Emor, and um, Shabbos afternoon... I figured maybe some people from the shul are going to Eretz Yisrael for Lag Ba'oimer, and maybe somebody would uh, need to hear Parshas Bahara as well. So I'm, I approached one of the rabbis and I asked, is anybody going to Eretz Yisrael for Lag Ba'oimer? And they said, yeah, he, whatever, a few people. And then uh, I said, well, are they staying for Shabbos? And they said, no, they're coming back right away. And I was like, ah, okay, forget about it. He said, what do you mean forget about what? I said, well, because here we're laying, we laying the Emor in the morning, and we're laying Bahar, you know, the first Aliyah for Shabbos Mincha, but when I get back to the state, I'm going to miss Parsha's Bahar, the rest of the Parsha, so I was hoping maybe if other people are there, we'll, you know, it'll be a, it won't be a Tircha for the Tzibur, but if it's just me and, and Avram Friedman, so, you know, so he says, what are you talking about? For sure we're going to do it. Now, they have somebody leaning, and he tells the the the, the bacher who was leaning. He said after the first two aliyahs, the Cohen, Cohen and Levi. So this gabai says, "Okay, I'll do the rest." And he read the parsha as if he was a pro, as if he knew the parsha. It wasn't his bar mitzvah parsha. He went through the whole parsha, another forty-seven, whatever, fifty psukim, and he read he read the rest of the the parsha for us. An unbelievable thing, and I said, "No, it's a tirchav and tirchav." I said, "What do you mean? Dal another yid? Dal another the mashlim parsiyesav? Of course, Ona. an uncanny thing." His, his name is Naftali Maris. I'm not sure he'd probably be upset if I mefarsim him, but just an unbelievable good kite, an unbelievable desire to help another yid. And so it's a huge thing that we should all learn from. That uh, again. Halachically speaking, not every tzibur has this desire to help people so much. And again, if it would have been a uh, 150 psukim, one of the big parshas like Nosso or something like that, I don't know if they, I put a, would have probably protested not to do it. But it's amazing. But parshas bichukosai, he's kind of enigmatic. And why is it enigmatic? Is Rashi himself points out that the parsha starts out in bechukosai telechu v'tzmisposai tishmur v'asisamasam, which basically means, if in my statutes you shall walk, and my mitzvahs you shall guard, and you will do them. So Rashi says, well, mitzvosai tishmur you'll guard the mitzvahs means you're not going to do the things that you shouldn't do. V'asisamasam means you're going to do the things that you're supposed to do. So then what's the beginning of the parasha? So Rashi brings down from the Taurus Kohanim, if I'm not mistaken, that's where it's from. Um, that a person should be toiling in Torah. And it seems to be that the Asik in Torah should be done with the intention to apply the Torah. 
a person learns in order to live the Torah, they'll allow him to learn it and teach it, to guard it and to do it. So, then if a person is Amal in Torah, the list of brochas that follow are unbelievable. Unbelievable. And rain will fall in its time and the land will give its bounty and the trees of the field will give their fruits and that one crop will overlap the other crop and therefore you will always have what you need. And it says, V'yishavtem lebetach lebetach ba'artzachem. And you will live in security in your land. V'nasasti shalom ba'aras and I'll give you peace in the land. V'yishavtem lebetach you will be able to go, go to sleep and you won't have to worry about anything. Probably won't have to lock your doors. Vishpati Chayiraminarts and you don't have to worry about wild animals. Vikherev Losavor Bardzachem. A Kherev and an army won't even pass through your land, even though they're not intending to harm you, they're just trying to get to another place and you're in between, they're not even going to come by. Unbelievable brochas, and all of this is coming because of Amelis Batara. Now You know, well, is there a parv stance? I mean, I don't mind. I'll, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll, uh, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll sit in the Dafyomi Shir. I'll just, I'll listen. The Amelis Batara, where all the brocha lies, is not in having a good vort to say, but it's the toil a person makes to attain that. And therefore, all the brochas are based on the effort a person makes. Even if the person never comes out with pshat, per se, but he's striving for truth. He's trying to make sure he understands what is it that Hashem wants from me. That's where all the brocha lies. I'm doing what I can, and I'm making efforts, I'm pushing myself in order to be connected with Hashem's will. It's not that, okay, I choose God's team. Yeah, I'm a firm Jew, that's it. I'm, I'm, I keep Shabbos, I keep kosher. Yeah, I send my kids to school. Jewish schools, we're good. Tzitzis, tefillin, we're... What's, what's missing? Why am I not seeing bracha? Choosing teens is not enough. You know, it might save you, it might spare you, it might give you access to many things that you'd want to have access to. But to see the real unbelievable bracha, you need to be proactive. You need to be involved. You need to try to figure out the sugya. Now, figuring out the sugya is not only a melas and Torah of the Rishonim and Achronim and, you know, learning... You know, on the blot, the Mephorshim, outside the, you know, it's not necessarily the style of learning as much as it is how much do you try to understand. There are many different Mahalchim how to understand, but it's all about what did you do to try to understand it. It's not about do I know the answer or do not know the answer. It's what did I do to get it. And I think that that's 
one of the most important things that tells you how dedicated you are to Hashem. And therefore, your dedication is what gives you the bracha. Now, there are many, many beautiful stories about people who are Amal Batara. But there's also a Melis in Torah in knowing how to live it. How do I live the Torah life? So, making effort to understand the sugya will give you the ability, like, Rash, like the Sivse Chachamim, Rashi is saying in the Sivse Chachamim, explained that it gives you the ability to know how to really do the Torah properly, how to live it properly. And the, the famous marshal is with uh, in more recent generations. I'm sure many of you may have many different mashalim, but the Rav Shalom Zalman Arbach Zechut Tzadok Lebrocha, God will be Yisrael. Rosh Hashiva, I think he was also Rosh Hashiva Shar Shemaim. His, I think it was his grandfather, or maybe it was his father, who founded the Yeshivas Hanukubolim of Shar Shemaim. I think he was officially the Rosh Hashiva at one point. But when a person came to him with a serious shaila, at times when there was very, very little for people to have, I think it was in the 30s in Eretz Yisrael, and he came to Roshlom Azam and Arabach, I might be mistaken with the time period, but he said, Rebbe, can I make Kiddush and drink the four cups of wine? If I don't have wine, can I use Hamar Medina? He says, what do you mean Hamar Medina? He says, can I use milk? I have milk. Can I use that? So, some smart rabbis will say, yeah, of course, Chamar Medina, there's a sugya like this, and it's beautiful, you, you could use it. A smarter person would say, of course you could, but you know what, I have a spare bottle of wine, they'll give him a bottle of wine. And if he's even greater, how many people in your family give enough wine, grape juice for everybody? But the next level of which comes from the amelis, which comes from trying to figure things out and understand things at their deepest level to do what Hashem wants, to live the Torah, was, oh my gosh, one minute, Shalom Zalman went to the kitchen and he came out with not only wine, probably matzah, I don't know, but he also came out with chicken. Because if the guy was able to have a havamina that he could have Milk for the four cups, that means not only the first two cups that are before the meal, the two that are after the meal. And if he could eat two after the meal that are, have milk, it means he had no fleshics. That was what Torah, a malus the Torah does, is gives that person that perception and that depth of understanding what is needed in any specific situation. And that learning the Torah with that effort, but to apply it. Again, a person learning the Torah just for pilpul and just for try to outsmart the other guy, he might not chop that because he's not necessarily wanting to live the Torah. That's what Iker Sisei Chomim say. Now there seems to be, is there another ground? Okay, like, you know, a Torah is not for me, Rabbi. I, you know, I'm not so into the, the learning, but I'll do what it is, you know. I remember in high school, I remember, I grew up in California. I had nothing against Yiddishkeit, but like, why do I have to know five, six different opinions of when the Zvanah Kriyashma is and the, what's the difference between the two? Rabbi, just tell me the bottom line. Shulchan Aruch, what does it say? I'll do it. I'm nothing against it. Why not? But that's missing the point. 
the point of Torah is to understand how you arrive at, at the conclusion. Why to make the tzushtel to these things? And what, what nuances are there that I could glean and understand? Why I'm supposed to know the descending opinion? Even when it seems to be, I might not ever use that minority opinion. But it's all to give us the havaminas and the possibilities. And in extreme need, sometimes I would be able to rely on something else that I learned about and understood as a havamina that in Vishasat Chak, we're coming off of Lagba Omer and of Shimon Bayochai has certain kulas. And the Gemara itself says, Kedai hu Reb Shimon even though in that specific case, we don't pass him like Rosh Shimon. We wouldn't pass him like Rosh Shimon Baruchai. That's right. The other, other Tanaim that uh, were more makubal and they, for whatever reason, we will pass him like them sometimes. But the Gemara says, But Rosh Shimon was so worthy that for him we could rely upon when we have extreme needs. So Hashem should bless us that we should understand how important it is for us to devote ourselves to Torah, to each other, and to ourselves. And Bez Hashem, that we will be Omel the Torah, will rea- realize how valuable, what an unbelievable source it is, that Talmud the Torah can negate Kulam, when it's done right, when it's done with Omel, with the Yigiyah, in order to find out what, it, what we need to do to apply the Torah in the best way possible, then Talmud the Marbim Shalom Ba'olam, Every yid could be a Talmud Chacham, and every yid could be Mar B'Shalom Ba'olam. And Hashem should bless us all to each play our role. Not everybody has to be the God Lador, but everybody has to be involved in Torah learning to the extent that they're trying to understand how to live their lives in the Torah way. Hashem should bless us all with success and being Amel in the Torah, and then all the brachas should fall upon us and the Siyat Dishmai will be Zorcha to the Diaz girl, Tedek from here, Emmanuel Ome. Sai, get benched.